Hello and welcome to a new season of the For the Good podcast. Yes. <laughs> this one. Okay, here we go. Uh-huh. Um, the podcast is going to look a lot different now. Here we go. Moving forward. This is my fiance. Here we go. Asher Arwine. Uh-huh. <laughs> and he is a permanent guest. Yeah. Yeah, what's up guys? <laughs> I uh my name's Asher. I um I've been on the internet for quite a while, <coughs> and I have a famous cough going on right now. Um, but yeah, I've been on the internet for a very long time. Started posting about Jesus um, the week after I got saved, but we can go into that a little bit later. Mm-hmm. Um, and then me and her met on the internet, and now we're here. Here we are. That's Newly... what we're talking about, honey. Okay. Well, we're going to talk about our story. Mm-hmm. I think it's it's a good first introduction episode mm-hmm. to talk about how we met and how God's hands were just all over it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah. I love that. Um, shoot. I forgot what I was going to say. Oh yeah. For anyone that's watching this, cause I have a feeling a lot of people are going to watch this video. Send this to the atheist friend that you have mm. because some things in this world just aren't coincidences. Mm-hmm. And our story is a testimony of things just not being a coincidence. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you have an atheist friend, agnostic, something like that, um, we're going to be going over a lot of just answered prayers <laughs> with, with our relationship and just every step of the process. Because mm-hmm. um, a lot of people would like to say we got engaged quick, but honestly, it wasn't quick. It was just God's timing with everything. Mm-hmm. All right, That's begin, good. honey. Roll it. Where do you want to start? Roll just the camera. from the beginning? Yeah, I mean, do you want to kind of start with like how I started posting on the internet and stuff to begin with? Like you want to go that far back? Or you want to go far back as in like, um, you know, in the beginning, God's created the heavens and the earth. <laughs> you want to go that far? Okay. <laughs> I think it would be good to talk about like the the promises that God made me mm-hmm. over the past two years after I gave my life to Jesus <clears throat> and how we're sitting in that answered or in like in those things that he told me. Does mm-hmm. that make sense? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Are you going to read your prayer journal to? Yeah, I am. Oh, there's something I, I haven't heard either. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of things that we're going to talk about. Okay, yeah. Okay, okay you're going to run it then. Let's go. Let's All hear right. it. So um, after I gave my life to Jesus, I posted a TikTok just as fun and games, and it blew up, and I was like, wait a second. Okay, I kind of enjoy this. Um, and then I started posting a lot about relationships at first <sighs> and not so much about Jesus, Um, and for years I felt like he always told me, I keep talking and looking out the window. So throughout the past two years, I have felt like the Lord has been telling me you are going to be somehow in like online ministry and you're going to be doing a podcast and influencing people, but you're not going to be doing it alone. And So when I started this podcast, my initial goal was I just want to get started. I don't want to delay the call that God has on my life. Um, And it kind of set the stage for how we met. Mm -hmm. So it was perfect that I was obedient um, throughout that whole thing. And the beginning of the year, I had a very specific vision of what was going to happen this fall. And... I always believed God. I never lost faith, but I just didn't know how it was going to happen. I always knew that I was going to be moving. And 
uh, my lease is up in October and I always knew that it was time for me to move away from my hometown, move away from my family, but I didn't want to do it alone. And um, so I just kind of had an eye out for like what God was trying to put in my life as far as like relationships. So I was just like very intentional with like who I was even going to give time to, to make sure that like our lives were like aligned and like we were going in the same direction um, as far as like the calling on our life. So I always knew it was going to be someone that was online and like was doing similar to what I was doing. So preaching the word and just influencing people and would be willing to join my podcast and make it an us thing. Um, did I miss anything? No, I think that kind of lays the foundation of like how it all started. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Now what do you want to go into? Okay. I just want to say first, uh, well, one, you're a smoke. <laughs> wow. Thanks, honey. Okay. Um, <laughs> wow. And also I want to give a shout out to your mom too. Can I don't know if they can see these hoodies on camera. Oh, yeah. You can kind of see them. Yeah. Well, if not, <coughs> y'all have probably already seen them on Instagram. Um, these hoodies are extremely amazing and we went to this festival um yesterday wait do you want to tell them what yours says <coughs> yeah mine says future mrs r wine's husband <laughs> and we were at this pickle stand um and this this woman was like wow i oh i love that sweatshirt and i said oh, i know she's a rocket and she was like i don't think she heard that part I don't think um, she did either. Yeah, but then she, she was getting your pickle. Yeah, she was getting my pickle, and I'm like, <laughs> "How could I not? She's a rocket." <laughs> and uh, then she was like, um, "Yeah, I, I don't even know if my husband would ever wear that, <laughs> um, even if I bought him something." And I just want to encourage the men out there that are either like dating girls or like in this engagement season, or even married. I'm not married yet, but like, dude. It's going to make you look so much better when you're like, yeah, my wife is dope. Like, there are too many men out here complaining about their women. If y'all have problems, solve it between y'all two. But for y'all to complain to, like, your friends or even family, dude, that doesn't look your partner look good at all. And also, that makes you look horrible. (laughs) Like, it literally makes you look like you settled and you have no confidence to get anyone else. That's literally what it looks like. So... Um, dude, show off your freaking girlfriends and fiancés and wives, dude. We need to see that more. Yeah, we do. Yeah, um, we do. Okay, yeah. So that, I just wanted to say that. Okay, that was good. So, <coughs> yeah, so when I got on the internet, I was just posting a bunch of fitness content. I did it for like three and a half years, started a business. Um, and then I gave my life to Jesus on March 18th, and um, the Lord put on my heart, go in the gym and start preaching the word. That's all he gave me. Um, I had no idea what he meant by that. I didn't make my first video until like five or six days after he told me to do it. Um, And it was also the first time the Lord spoke to me as well. (coughs) Um, And so then I started posting. And while I was posting, I started to not only impact other people, but also I started to learn for myself. Um, and I think that was a big step the Lord wanted me to take is it's like, I don't know if you're necessarily going to learn about me unless you start posting about it, because that's a big reason how I learn is whenever I learn something, I like to share with people as well. Mm-hmm. Um, that's how it like really like stays in there mm-hmm. is like 
teaching that's why teachers are so knowledgeable mm-hmm. about the lessons that they teach is because they they teach it all the time mm-hmm. so they like learn from themselves mm-hmm. yeah yeah and also with like my testimony and how i gave my life to jesus oh it's it's a pretty typical testimony um but it feels like the testimony that i have a lot of people are like too afraid to share <coughs> um when it comes to validation from others ego pride um the alcohol and drugs and stuff like that um I kind of got clean from all that before I even knew God, but I just replaced it with something else. Um, but yeah, so that's like kind of how I got on the internet. And then, yeah, you take it away, honey. Now you go. Yeah, now that, we'll go. That, that, was, that was my like foundation. Okay, yeah. okay, yeah. So we both kind of like, we, we're both doing <sighs> similar things. Um, and if, if you're posting Christian content and liking it, obviously other creators are also popping up on your free page. So Asher popped up on mine and I was like, wow, he is very handsome. Here we I go. I need to know this man. Here we go. And I went to his content and saw all of the stuff that he was posting. And I was like, oh my goodness, like he's literally preaching. And I could just see just from your videos, like the fruit in your life mm-hmm. and it was just so inspiring and I was like wow I I the content itself was helpful mm-hmm. so I kind of had to check myself and be like okay Michelle don't don't follow him just because you think he's so attractive mm. because I wanted to like actually learn from you yeah right because mm-hmm. you were like sharing the word mm-hmm. um so I like followed you and then like unfollowed you and then followed you again because I like kind of second guess myself just because I wanted to make sure that like my heart was in the right place um and so yeah he he went on a live video and uh this was like at the end of May I would kind of want to give a foundation of a timeline so this was like the end of May yeah so I gave my life to Jesus in March 18th and then I started going on TikTok lives like a month after and I would just talk about Bible stuff, stuff I've learned. Um, and yeah, just to connect with my followers. Yeah. So <laughs> I had joined one of them and I just sent him words of encouragement. I forget exactly what I said, but I was just like, keep doing what you're doing. Like, this is amazing. Yeah. It's, that was basically it. It said, I love what you're posting. Um, keep, keep encouraging people or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and you acknowledged it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) He said, thanks, Michelle. I appreciate it or Uh something. Yeah. yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. And then uh, nothing happened. Yeah. We just left it. Mm -hmm. Um, He didn't follow me or anything. It was just like, it was there. The seed was planted. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I clicked on your profile, like when you put that comment, and I was like, oh, wow, yeah, this girl's hot. (laughs) This is the first yeah because i i didn't know if you were a christian or whatever yeah, you yeah. know maybe you were like i didn't know if you were lukewarm. Oh, because you couldn't see my videos yeah so oh, I, I didn't know okay. if you were like lukewarm or you whatever I w- yeah i was like oh wow this girl is really pretty and you know the white girls will have bible verse in their bio that and then so bad what white girls no i'm being serious i mean like literally like Ma- yes i mean maybe yes, not in yes, the yes. north but in the south where yeah. i grew up majority of women would have bible verses in their bio and then they would never go to church sleep with everyone and yeah. do drugs and yeah like, i don't think well, well mine wasn't a bible verse but yeah, yeah. 
yeah a it, lot of it was something jesus all glory though. to god yeah, or that's something what, yeah that's what it is um yeah yeah <sighs> so we did we both didn't know um and i yeah. had reached a point in christian dating you could say i hate using the yeah i don't like using that term but um i had reached a point where i was just like so frustrated um, I had a lot of encounters with lukewarm Christians and was just really, I had a guard up and I kind of just gave up. I was like, this is it. Like, I trust the Lord. I know that he's been telling me all of these things. I know something miraculous is going to happen, but it's not in my hands. So I just gave it up. Um, I went on like a prayer walk and I could just, he was literally just telling me like if you end up settling for one of these men you're not only going to destroy the marriage itself but you're also going to destroy your kids lives because you're not choosing a man that is one worthy of submitting to and two that's going to raise your kids correctly Mm -hmm. um so i had just kind of let it go and i saw a video on like it was like the beginning of june um, actually it was June 2nd cause it was the day that I wrote my, wrote my journal entry. Yeah. Um, I saw a video, t- a girl was talking about how, um, we have not because we ask not. And it was just a very moving video. It brought me to tears and it really convicted me because I hadn't really been that specific about what I wanted in a spouse. Um, and so I got out my prayer journal. I have a prayer journal that I write in all the time and I was like, this is it. I'm going to write down a exact list of the type of man I am looking for. And I'm going to pray with faith that God is going to come through and bring this man into my life. Mm-hmm. So what do you have something to add? Yeah, I was going to say I want to hear it. Okay, yeah, I was going to say yeah. I'm going to read it. Uh huh. This is the first time me hearing this. I've never heard this before. Yeah. So, so. this was oh, this was June 1st. So I explained, I don't think I need to read the whole thing, but I just basically explained like the TikTok video that I saw. Um, And it was James 4, 2 through 3. You have not because you ask not. Um, I said, I'll just read this part. Yeah. To me, it feels as though my prayers haven't been answered when really I haven't been praying with faith. I've been praying with hope and I haven't prayed bold prayers. So here it goes. God, I pray that you bless for the good and let it succeed the way you want it to. I pray I can have an impact online and make a living from it. God, I pray that I will be able to um, sell clothing designs. And I pray for my future husband. I pray that he is involved in ministry. He is led by the Spirit, knows his Bible very well, leads me in purity, has a nice smile, is tall, very handsome, wants to live in the South, has a steady job, and loves the gym and nutrition. Now I patiently wait. So this was a Thursday. I remember the day of the week this was. Um, so now we'll fast forward to, so I just let it go. There was no particular person I had in mind when I was writing this. Um, I just knew that that's the kind of person I wanted to have in my life and marry. Yeah, I mean, you probably forgot that you even said that message on my TikTok live. No, I, I genuinely did. I yeah. was just like, yeah, he seems great, but this is this is my prayer. <clears throat> like, this is exactly what I want. I didn't really know. I didn't even know where you lived. I didn't know anything about you. I just literally saw that you preached and your videos were on exercise machines in the gym. And that's all I knew. Yeah. Okay. So now we'll fast forward to Saturday. Yes. So what happened was after that TikTok live, um, I just felt the urge to message Michelle 
And something about me is I don't message women um, at all. Like, just to be transparent, women will message me. I don't message them back. Um, I find that to be weird, first off. Um, And two, I usually just, like, delete the message. Um, But, so, (coughs) yeah, I felt the need that I needed to message her. And then once the live was over, I was like, shoot, I forgot her last name. Dang it. <coughs> um, and then what happened a couple of days later is she popped up on my For You page. And I was like, oh, this was the girl that I needed to DM. And so then I clicked on her page. I went to her Instagram. I gave her a follow. And I was going to see if she followed me back first. I probably would have DM'd her anyway, just because when I feel like pulled to do something by the Holy Spirit, I do it regardless. Um, but I think I actually had a phone call. I think I like, mm-hmm. isn't that what I told you or something? Yeah, you but, were doing uh, something. I was doing something. So I, I, I followed and then I got off Instagram. I had a phone call or something that I had to get to. Um, and it was a little while until I followed you back because yeah. I don't have my notifications on. So I had to go in the app and yeah. see. Yeah. I thought you did get a notification. I got a notification about your message. I didn't get one about you following me. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. So I didn't know you followed me until I went on the app. And gotcha. And I was like, oh, wait, is this is this the guy that I joined a live like a couple days ago? Gotcha. Actually, it may have been a week before that. Gotcha. I think it was the weekend before that. But yeah. Yeah. Anyways. Um, so yeah, she followed me back and then I messaged her and I said, hey, you were the girl on my TikTok live, right? And... I don't really know how, I mean, like, I guess you remember just because whatever. I mean, you've probably joined other TikTok lives before, but. Not really. I don't really join lives. Okay. Well, we just, we just remembered each other um, or she just remembered me and she was like, yeah, I was. And then we had a little conversation over DM and then I was like, okay, I need to get your number. We need to have a conversation. Just so intentional. And let me, let me pause and give some advice. For any of the men out there, be intentional with like pursuing a woman. Like don't just leave it up to them because I feel like a lot of times men like the chase depending on the person and they want to feel validated that a girl's actually interested in them before Mm -hmm. they make a move. Yeah. And so I was you were just so intentional like it was like I want your number I want to start texting I want to start talking to you like I want to get to know you it was just like you were straight to the point like I didn't even have to do anything I was just like okay yeah this is amazing Mm -hmm. sure yeah (laughs) I'm down yeah I'm down to get to know you yeah you were like sure oh my gosh here's my number what time (laughs) no I'm kidding she she did say that she did say that in her mind I was but I would she was going crazy I I was going absolutely crazy in my mind I I was I I remember where I was (sighs) when you messaged me I was at the gym on the treadmill and I was like I'm gonna trip because as soon as I followed you back, you messaged me. Yeah. And I was like, oh, here we go. Yeah. Yeah. I was um, I was at my desk um, sending DMs to like clients and stuff. Mm. And I was also having conversation with you. Mm. And yeah. Um, yeah, then we got our number. So that was Saturday. So yeah. I, I wrote this. This is quick. This is I am not I, I'm I want to sit here and advocate for intentional, bold, specific prayers um, and I was not expecting something to happen this fast. Yeah. Okay. Wait, I didn't even say half the stuff I wanted to say. Okay. <coughs> Let's Before, back, do we need to yeah. Back? We need to back up a little bit. So <laughs> also, 
Um, what the Lord put on my heart when I gave my life to Jesus was he was like, you need to share your testimony and like what you have been through. Um, and so my brand is called better than before. And it used to just be a fitness self-improvement brand, but it's actually a brand that represents your testimony. So as in you're better than who you were before you knew who Jesus was. That's what the whole brand represents now. Um, and so he wanted me to come out with something that would basically exemplify that. So I was like, what about merch? Like, is that okay? And, um, I came up with a lot of designs and then my editor and I came up with a really good one. Um, but also something that I wanted to do is I didn't want to make it, um, like only for one gender. I wanted to make it for both. So, there was a guy one and a girl one and something that I prayed a lot was this woman who was going to be modeling for the girl side of my merch make it very obvious if she's the one that I'm going to spend the rest of my life with or not and um, I said this because Me dating in the past, it was always a very forceful thing. So it was like, oh, this, I mean, this could maybe work if, like, there was always a condition. It was if she did this, 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 or if this and this and this happened. There was always a condition with it. Um, and it was never obvious. So something that I started praying was I was like, make it very obvious. Make it obvious if there are red flags, if there are no red flags. Um, if she's just going to do the photo shoot and that's it, or if she's going to stay with me long term, um, just a bunch of prayers around just like, uh, just clarity on who's ever going to be doing the shoot with me. And when I initially DM'd you, I didn't have the intentionality for you to do a shoot with me. I just genuinely wanted to know who you were. Mm -hmm. Um, because I, you were also the first fully devoted follower who I've DM'd ever. Like, I dated one other girl when I gave my life to Jesus, extremely lukewarm. Um, I was just a little, like, side story. Her and I went on a date with one of her friends. Her friend was supposedly a Christian as well. And she said something that was just horrible. Like, just horrible. Um, And not biblical at all. And then she asked for my opinion. And I said, well, I'm a follower of Jesus. And she was like, what does that have to do with anything? And I'm like, I was like, what do you you mean? (laughs) Like, she was like, what does that have to do? I think it was something about like, um, I've told you this. It was like about like men wearing dresses or something. Um, or it was something about like gender roles. Yeah. Um, I think it was, wasn't it pronouns? Yeah, it was, it it was, it was like pronouns and like men wearing dresses and just like the whole like men becoming feminine. And I spoke up on it and the girl that I went on a date with, she, she was on my side and on God's side, but she didn't want to speak out against her best friend. Mm -hmm. And it's like, that would never work. If you're going to choose your best friend over the word of God, this it's mm-hmm. never going to work. Yeah. Um, so that, that was essentially denying God because you're denying <clears throat> God's word. Yeah. And uh, that was the only person I dated before her. Um, that was horrible. Anyways. Um, so, yeah, then when I started talking to her, there was no like 
yeah, like, I hope this girl models for my merch and stuff like that. Like, that was never in the back of my mind. It was just, like, a flowing conversation that we had. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> so that's also what I wanted to include before we actually get into, like, that was the foundation. Now we'll get into all of our conversations. Because <laughs> yeah. we should probably put a timestamp if y'all just want to get to the juicy stuff, like, start now. <laughs> yeah. You want to go ahead? There's a lot. <clears throat> we're, we're going to Sunday now? Yeah, go ahead, honey. Okay, so on Sunday, um, another part of being intentional, he was like, can we FaceTime? Like, I got to see you. I got to have a conversation with you. And I was like, yeah, absolutely. Um, so we started FaceTiming. And the first thing he said to me was, hey, like, how is it? How is everything going? How's your Sunday? And I was like, good. How's yours? And you were like, good. And you were like, all right. So tell me, lay everything out. What's your testimony? What's your story? And I was like, here we go. Actually, I said one thing before that. You didn't ask how my Sunday was? No, 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 no. Uh, yeah, I said one oh. thing after that. I oh, said, okay. um, isn't it hard for you to fall asleep on Saturday night because Sunday's the favorite day of the week for oh, you? Oh, yeah, you yeah, that? yeah. Yeah, I do yeah. remember that. And mm -hmm. I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah. You're right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right, lay it on him, honey. All right, so yeah, he was just like, tell me your story. I want to know everything. And I was like... Uh, actually, hold on. There was one more thing. When you picked up the phone, I was like wow did you yeah because well in my head i, I wasn't gonna be <laughs> like wow you're an absolute smoke show rocket now you can say it all N time. now i say it all the time yeah <laughs> but when i first got on the phone i was like oh wow here we go <laughs> i was like yeah. oh man yeah yeah <laughs> so talking to a supermodel <laughs> shoot thanks honey yeah Absolute model. Here we go. All right. Go ahead, honey. Lay it on him. Yeah. All right. So I laid out my entire story. Uh, told him my testimony and how I found the Lord, uh, how I grew up, literally everything. Um, I talked for a while. <coughs> I did. Talk. I talked for a while. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Like 25 minutes in, you were like, yeah, I talk a lot. Like you can always <laughs> just tell me to shut up. Yeah. I was like. And I was like, no, you're doing a great job. Yeah. That's one thing I love about you is how just he's just such a good listener. Like, oh my goodness. I could have mm -hmm. just kept rambling on and on and on and you still would have just been fascinated with what I was saying, even if it had nothing to do with the conversation we were having. Mm -hmm. You just, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was great. She does she does it a lot. I do. She'll start she'll start here and then she'll go here 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 <laughs> here 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 and I'll just start laughing by like point 0.9 and you're like, "What are you laughing about?" I'm like, Honey, you talked about what you ate for breakfast, and now we're talking about vacation. <laughs> so true. Yeah. That is it's so like true. It's like we start like, what do you want for breakfast? And it's like, this is what I'm going to do at Hobby Lobby three weeks from now. <laughs> it's all relevant up here. Yeah. 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 But I listen. I don't, I don't, I don't tell her to shut up or anything. Yeah. I, no, he'll I listen all the way through. Yeah. yeah. It's fantastic. Um, You're a cute speaker. Wow. Easy to listen to. Thanks, honey. Yeah. I appreciate that. Wow. That's fantastic. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So uh, I laid out my whole story and then I was like, okay, your turn. Um, and then you laid out all of yours. Mm -hmm. And we had similar stories in common with like just growing up in like a legalistic church and having to... Both Methodist. Yes. And having to navigate away from works-based gospel to a loving Jesus who does the work in you. Mm -hmm. um, so that was 
our stories were similar. Um, and I don't think you told me when you gave your life to Jesus. I didn't. Yeah, you didn't. And mm-hmm. I was shocked when you told me. Yeah. Um, and I also just want to give this little bit of encouragement um, to anyone that's like struggling after they give their life to Jesus because everyone's sanctification process is different. Um, mine was kind of slow and yours was really fast. Um, obviously, we're still getting sanctified. We're never going to be perfect until we reach eternity. But mm-hmm. like yours was just so quick. Like there was just fruit all over your life. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just knew that the Lord was going to send me someone that was going to make me better mm-hmm. in my relationship with him. And it is true that he sends people. Um, yeah. So that, that was a huge, a huge plus, but yeah. And then shoot, what do we talk about after our testimonies? Yeah. Well, um, Oh, did you have something to add? Well, at first I just wanted to say, remember a couple weeks after our first phone call and you already booked your trip to come here. Remember we were like, even if this doesn't work out come to see you yeah, here. yeah we were like even if this doesn't work out we still got closer to god yeah. because of it yeah so yeah. it was like we still even if it didn't work out we were still thanking god because we got closer to god because yeah. of each other in our lives yeah um and i think some people like dismantle that a lot too with like ex ex relationships and like ex friendships mm-hmm. stuff like that mm-hmm. it's like it's still it's still a blessing yeah um you know when when you learn from it it's it's different if you're ignorant and y- you don't take anything from it but even before you came to town like i we learned a lot that one month on the phone like we were having bible studies like every night so yeah even even if nothing would have happened we were we were still learning Mm-hmm. learning a lot from each other and just growing yeah. in our faith. And well, also what we said was it was like, it's cool learning from another gender. Yes. Because like me, I didn't have anyone like, and I told her, I'm like, you're the first person I can tell all this stuff to. And you actually understand it mm-hmm. because the people that I was surrounded by, they weren't really filled with the spirit. So whenever I would say something spiritual, they wouldn't get it. Mm-hmm. I would still have to put it in terms of physical first and then relay it to the Bible. It was never like with you, like even with our conversations now and t- forever, it's always going to be like spiritual, spiritual, bam. It's never going to be like physical, then spiritual. Okay, now do you get it? It's like we already understand. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and that was just, that was like a really big eye-opening moment for me because I've never had spiritual conversations with someone before. Um, and I, I just really cherished it. And that's why I would say all the time, like, I'm just like really thankful for you. Cause like, I can see us like actually growing together and actually being curious about everything too. Mm-hmm. It's not like one of those things where it's like, oh, well, let him talk and I'll listen and then I'll talk. It's like, if I speak and then you have questions about that topic, you would ask me mm-hmm. and then we would go deeper into it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I shared my testimony. Um, and then we, uh, it was like a six hour conversation. So it was more than just our testimonies. I think we talked a lot about 
um, our past as well. Mm -hmm. Um, It wasn't just with God, too. It was with girls I've dated, guys she's dated, um, friendships she's had, Mm -hmm. stuff like that. Family, like she told me all about her family. I told her all about my family, what's gone on, just like unpacking all the baggage. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's also something that her and I still say to this day is we're actually extremely grateful that um even now that we're engaged like we're still not in the same city but having that proximity with each other and having that physical temptation completely out of the picture allowed us to have the very rough conversations that a lot of people don't want to have Mm -hmm. until month six month seven month eight because um they're close together so they're like you know I'll have this conversation eventually. It's not that big of a deal. She's not going anywhere, something like that. But with us, it was like we kind of needed to know. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Not only because we were moving to see if it would work, um, but also there was just like there was no – we were like – I mean she lives 1,400 miles away anyway. I may as – what is she going to do, hang up on me? Okay. You know, like it was, well, yeah. it was never like a, it was never like a sense of like, if I get rejected, it's fine because she doesn't live here anyway. Yeah. Um, and I think sometimes when people live in the same city, that's what they're afraid about. They're like, oh, what if I get rejected? Then I got to see her and stuff like that. But it's like with that, we didn't have to, we don't live, I yeah. live 16 hour drive away from her and yeah. it's a three hour flight. Like it's not some like, I book a flight and I'm here in 45 minutes. It's not like that at all. Um, or I can drive two hours to see her. It's like, so that's why I just wasn't worried about just like spewing everything on the table, even more so with other relationships I've had, because I have done in the past, even before I gave my life to Jesus. Um, but they would just be scared to have those conversations. Yeah. I feel like a lot of people are. Yeah. And we talked about this, uh, yesterday, I think, but I feel like a lot of times when you're in the same city and you're dating someone, you start dating them because you have something in common and you guys enjoy being around each other. Mm-hmm. And it's not really like, okay, does this actually make sense for us to be together? Mm-hmm. And us not being around each other and not like having mutual hobbies and spending time like <coughs> watching a movie or going on a date. Like it was like, okay, let's just have conversations the yeah. entire time. Mm-hmm. Like, now our communication is amazing yeah. because we spent all of that time just talking. Dude. Yeah. She told me yesterday that she's artistic. He didn't even know that. I had no idea. <laughs> Literally, we've gotten down to the roots of us being like, okay, this happens at 8.07 a.m. on Sunday. Our son doesn't want to do this. How are we going to handle this situation in a loving way yeah. so he doesn't resent us? Yeah. Like that's how deep the conversation needs to get if you are like, is this actually going to work out? Yeah. Because... That's the stuff that matters. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I love your hobbies, mm-hmm. right? Like, I love that you have interests. I love that you love playing video games. Here, like, here we go. That's I amazing. That I don't play that often. But. No, but it you do it if you have some time, you yeah. know? Like, that's... Mm-hmm. It brings you joy. Like, I love loving... I love knowing those things. But the things that matter are like, does this actually make sense? Like, it... No, First of all, the most important question, is this relationship going to grow the kingdom? Yeah. Are we both getting closer to God or are we just wasting each other's time because I think you're attractive and I just enjoy being around you? Yeah. It's like, no. Yeah. Like, and and also, dude, if you actually learn the value of your significant or like the values that she wants in the future, 
or just what she wants and it aligns with yours, dude, it makes her so much hotter. <laughs> I'm not even kidding, dude. I didn't know what you were going to say after that. Dude, I'm being so serious too. Yeah. And I think um, just- well, Because you're attracted to the that person- like I'm attracted to you as a person. Uh-huh. Like yeah. the things that you value yeah. and the things that you want in the future. Like, yeah, I'm mm-hmm. I'm attracted to all of you. Like yeah. it's not just like you're a nice face to look at, which yeah. you are. Yeah. But like there's more Here to we go. it. I'm in there. <laughs> um yeah, I just I think we talked about kids on our first conversation actually. We did. So after um, we shared our testimony, what did we talk about, honey? Um, oh, we talked about the hypothetical, like kids. Yeah, we talked right? about like literally yeah. everything. Like, where do you see, like, where do you see your life going? Uh, what do you see yourself doing? How many kids do you want? How are you going to raise them? Literally everything. Mm-hmm. All of the important stuff that is going to impact a relationship, which a lot of times people don't even know until after they're married. Oh, dude. <laughs> yeah, I, um, yeah, something my mom's always told me, she's always been like, should wait a couple months before you know you talk about your future and kids and um that's one thing my mom and I are always going to disagree on love you and we're always going to disagree on it um yeah I just find it pointless to date someone for six months and then be like so do you want kids what if we were to date move to the same city right engaged mm-hmm. and we get to we plan to have the wedding in April guys for all of y'all that are going to ask um, we get to January and I say, I want four kids. And you're like, oh, yeah, I don't want any. Yeah. What would happen then? Yeah, exactly. Like that. Wow. Or how are you going to raise them? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or and yeah, to go or, on that. Yeah. Like what if I was like, I, I'm chasing corporate and I don't even want to raise our kids. I mm-hmm. want to send them to public school and not have anything to do with them. I want to mm-hmm. have them. I just don't want to be involved. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, like going back on that topic about like having a kid, uh, having a tantrum at 807, like how are we going to deal with it? Like it's important to have that conversation because a lot of times couples break up um, and get divorces because of uh, what is it, honey? Un- unspoken expectations. Uh, yeah. Unspoken expectations. So. In that specific scenario, this is the reason why I say it's so important. Let's say y'all never talked about it. I go in and I just start spanking my kid, like just spanking him. She comes in and she's like, what are you doing? Right? And that shouldn't have even happened mm-hmm. if we would have talked about it before. Mm-hmm. And um, I think a lot of times people like to have it happen first and then you learn. But it's like y'all can have that conversation, be on the same page, mm-hmm. and then learn mm-hmm. together. Um, We're I not just, saying everything's going to be perfect. Yeah. We didn't talk about like the nitty gritty, all of the <sighs> nitty gritty details. There mm-hmm. might be something that comes up where we're like, wow, we didn't expect to handle yeah. this. But the fact that we're able to have that conversation and be on the same page about it, because we can have differing opinions, yeah. but we come to one agreement Yeah. Mm-hmm. after we talk about it. Yeah. So It's very... It, there's not very many things that we disagree on, especially when it comes to like family and yeah. future and stuff, because a lot of it just goes right back to the Bible. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's some stuff that we've like disagreed on. Um, mm-hmm. And we're like, if we get to that point, you know, if God puts us in that situation, 
then we'll come to an agreement Mm -hmm. then. Mm -hmm. Um, But we don't want to get too far ahead of ourselves to the point where like, it may not even happen, you know? Right. So yeah, that was conversation one. Yeah. Um, Well, actually, so pause. We talked for like four or five hours. Um, I invited her to my Bible study in my community. Um, uh, We can put the Discord in the description if they want to join it too. Absolutely. Join it. It's amazing. Yeah. Um, So we went through a Bible study. It was like an hour long. And that Bible study, honey. I have no idea what was talked about. Yeah, I don't remember the topic. Like... I was so in shock um, because also another thing we didn't say was <coughs> my lease is up October 28th. Her lease is up October 14th. And 15th. after 15th. And after we shared our testimonies, um, we were like, what's the plan? Stuff like that. And she was like, I don't like, know. Like, where do you see your life going? Yeah. Essentially. And she, and she yeah. was like, my lease is up in October. And I'm like, hmm. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> what a coincidence. Yeah. We don't believe in coincidences. Yeah. And I was like, that's crazy. So is mine. And then like the conversation got deeper and deeper and stuff like that. I'm like, is this, is this, this is like, is this a God moment or is this just me tripping? <laughs> are we, are we overanalyzing this yeah. whole thing? And I think that's how we, we spent the next hour mm-hmm. was like, am I getting ahead of myself? Yeah. Because I've had a, like, I've had a tendency of doing that where I'm like, oh, is this, is something going to oh, happen? Yeah. And then like, you just let yourself down because you play God and you try to yeah. like figure out what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. And so I like mm-hmm. really had to check myself that next hour and just be like, okay, hold on. We're having a great conversation. Like, Yes, things are making sense, yeah. but like we're just still going to see what happens. Yeah, it feels like the Lord was telling us the same exact things. Yeah. All throughout the first month before we saw each other. Yeah. Um and we know that because we would bring it up. Yeah. And we'd be like, "Oh yeah, same." Yeah. And it like wasn't even weird. Yeah. And it would be like very specific things too. Yeah. Very specific things. Yeah. Um so yeah, then after the Bible study, um I farted on YouTube live um, and I told her about it. That was really funny. Yeah. <laughs> as soon as I picked up the phone, you were like, dude, because he, he called me dude. Yeah. Still do. <laughs> Still do. Call your wife's dude. Yeah. But he did. He did. Um, I just want to add this in here. He did clarify that he did not mean it in a friend's own way. Yeah. Yeah, you did. Mm. Um, and he was like, dude, I just had YouTube live on during that Bible study and I forgot to turn it off. And he walked to the bathroom and just let one rip. Yeah. And my webcam was still centered right at my butt. So that's the first thing you said when I picked up the phone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And then we um, talked for like another hour mm-hmm. and then we went to bed. Mm-hmm. And then I said, I need to call you tomorrow. And she said, yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. And you did. And I did. And then... um yeah, it was Monday night, and then I was just like, hey, I want you to come visit me. My birthday is this, and... That's not how you said it. What? How did I say it? <laughs> you said, would it be would it be crazy or weird? I forget yeah, I said something it. like that. Oh, no, I, I, said, I said, would you be opposed to coming to Houston to oh. spend time with me on my birthday? And you said, no, I wouldn't be opposed. And I was like, oh, really? Yeah. I was like, oh, I actually have a chance. Yeah. <laughs> You didn't think you had one before that? No, I did. <laughs> yeah, so he was like, "No, I didn't." This crazy dude from the internet invited me to visit him two days after we started talking. So yeah, and then <laughs> well, you, well, you were like, "No, I'm not opposed." Like yeah. it was like a stupid question. 
Yeah, like I was confused why you thought I would be opposed. Yeah. Um I was like, uh no, yeah, I'm down. Yeah, I think <laughs> Yeah, I think a little bit was just my my past, honey, with yeah, like That's valid. Yeah. Yeah, so that was exactly your birthday was a month after. Yep. Then that whole month leading up to it, it was just great conversations, getting to know each other very well. Not um, superficial conversations. Like you didn't even know my favorite color. We were talking about like the yeah, stuff still. It was never like a, how was your day? Oh, it was good. Okay, that's good. Okay. It was never that. No. It was like, um, it was just meaningful stuff. It was, it, it always started off with something about Jesus. Like yeah. every time we had a yeah. conversation, yeah. either I would learn something or you would learn something. We just had very intentional conversations. Something that, like was going on in my head as well as her head was just like senses of doubt from the enemy. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's something that her and I talked a lot about. Um, and it was always stuff about our past. Um, and that's how the enemy likes to do it. Right. He likes to bring up stuff from your past because that's what you're going to believe because it's already happened before. Mm -hmm. Um, so closer and closer, I was like really excited, but I'm like, shoot, like may not work out and stuff like that. Um, and then also like people I would talk to about, it, I'm like, dude, I'm really excited. And they'd be like, oh, don't get too excited. Cause you know, I don't want you to get too excited and get heartbroken. I'm like, but it feels like I really know this girl. Um, so it, it got to the point where I just stopped talking to anyone about it. And I was just like, I'm just going to read my Bible and just focus on what God is telling me. Um, and so when she got here, it was like best thing ever. Um, and I saw at the airport and I was like, okay, so this is what an angel looks like. Got it. <laughs> That's yeah, what did. they look like. Yeah. We were both like really nervous because we were, we were building an emotional connection over the phone. Yeah. And obviously we both were like attracted to each other, but we were just worried that when we saw each other in person that like all of it was going to be a lie. Yeah. Not really like that we were lying, but like that what we were feeling wasn't true. Yeah. Kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, as soon as I like literally almost got hit by a car trying to get to you so fast yeah. at the airport, I was mm -hmm. like, there he is. Yeah. And then um, we went back to my apartment and we sat down and just had great conversations and then I just looked at her and she looked at me and she was like, um, or she said, what are you thinking about? And I said, it feels like we're thinking about the same thing. And she was like, yeah. And I was like, well, I do. And she was like, well, I do too. And then I said, I love you the first day I met her in person. Mm -hmm. Right after we started talking. Yep. Yeah. And she wasn't my girlfriend yet. Yeah. And that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> She wasn't my girlfriend and that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was really special. Yeah. It was really special. Um, it was special in a way because it wasn't a love, like a worldly love where it was mm -hmm. like, she's hot. I or would, I want something from her. Yeah. Or like I want something from him yeah. or like, I want to tell him this so that he doesn't go anywhere. It was like a yeah. genuine selfless yeah. love. Yeah. It was like, um, when I told you that in my heart, it was not me saying I love you. It was I would die for you. That's yeah. that's what it like signaled yeah. in my heart when I was saying that. And I think you told me that after. Too. I did. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think I said, I'm not saying this just because to say it, I would literally die for yeah. you. Yeah. 
just as Christ died for us. Yeah. And I didn't really know what that was going to be like until I met her because obviously I was reading Bible stuff about it. <clears throat> you know, love your wives as much as Christ loved the church. Christ died for the church. So you need to love your wives in that way, do anything for her, die for her, stuff like that. And I never really understood it because I've never felt it before um, or just never experienced it. But with that time I said I love you, I was like, oh, wow. I didn't even realize this was like possible. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. We both felt that way. And I got a couple days after that, it was like on like Monday or something. I went back because I, I stayed at an Airbnb and you dropped me off. And I was sitting in prayer that night and I like started crying and I got super convicted because I knew that every time I've used that word before, I never truly meant it. Mm-hmm. And I truly meant it when I told it to you. Mm-hmm. And so I apologized to God about essentially lying in the past and just had like a very special moment. Um, and right before you dropped me off, I cried to you mm-hmm. and said, thank you so much for loving me truly and making me feel safe mm-hmm. because I've yeah. never felt safe before. That was a very, uh, cause that was the day after like we officially called it official. Mm-hmm. Um, that was the day after my birthday and that was a very, in my opinion, that was a very big like this is my wife and this is my husband. Yeah. Like that night alone, because it was like a very like, I don't know if I want to use the term validating, but it was like, no, like I'm actually being for real about this. Mm -hmm. Um, because God told me to. Yeah. 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 Like, yes, that was the most like euphoric prayer night for me because Mm -hmm. I was like, I literally have been living in lies. Yeah in the past and I've never felt I've always tried to tell myself that I was feeling those things and it was so forced and everything with you was just like so genuine and I was like wait no this is the type of man I want to submit to because Mm -hmm. I have never and I told you I told you this like after we so after like the first conversation we had um I I think I told you a couple days later but to myself, I was like, I have never trusted a man ever the way that I trust you. Mm-hmm. It was insane. And it was instant. It wasn't like you had to earn my trust. It was like it was given to you. And that's another thing that you think that comes with my vulnerability with you. I think it does. I think it does. You were just so open yeah. about everything. Mm-hmm. And and shout out to Tim Ross for that. I'm not <laughs> even going to lie. Yeah, I think uh, I think a lot of times there's like a stigma around men like holding in emotions and not being honest about what they're feeling. And you were just so honest about everything. Mm -hmm. And I was like that. It just makes you even more attractive. And like, don't take it as you need to sit here and cry in front. Cause I've never actually seen you like drip tears. Mm -hmm. I see your eyes get watery, but like, I've never fully seen him like drip tears. And I don't, I'm not looking for, a man to like cry in my arms and be like so emotional. It was just like you were you were keeping up being a masculine man of God while also being so vulnerable with me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just a just a word of advice for my dudes out there. Vulnerability is what's going to open the doors for if that woman's actually going to accept you or not. Because mm-hmm. if you keep those doors closed, that's going to cause tons of problems down the road. Mm-hmm 
tons of problems. And if a girl is not appreciative of your vulnerability, she's not it. Yeah, you need to leave her. Um, because with with us two being so vulnerable, um, we literally don't say certain words. Yeah, yeah. Just just because we know. Yeah. We we know what's happened in the past with each other. Yeah. Um, and on top of that, when something does go wrong, um. And it's an attack from the enemy. We know exactly why and how it started in the first place. Yeah. So us having those vulnerable conversations, we're able to understand each other on a level where we're able to validate right. each other when we're going through whatever it is we're going through. Yeah. Um, obviously, it's different. But like, I don't have the same, like, struggles that she has, but she understands my struggles. Right. Um, so whenever I'm going through something, usually... Just to be open about it, a lot of times it does come with like support Mm -hmm. um, and she knows how to validate me when it comes to like just being a supportive partner. Mm -hmm. (coughs) All right. So that is month one of us dating and talking. Um, Yeah. So, I mean, do we just fast forward to this weekend or we cover every trip or what? I mean, we can. Let's do a spark note version. So basically I. okay, Timeline. Should we recap? Yeah. Okay. So we started messaging <coughs> on June 3rd. Mm-hmm. And then I came to visit him. Okay. Hold on. Another timeline. I gave my life to Jesus March 18th. Started posting content on a completely new platform. She joined my live on June 1st. I messaged her on June 6th. It was um, somewhere around June 1st, but yeah. Yeah. June 3rd um, is when you messaged me. Yeah. I told her I love you on July 1st. Um, girlfriend on July 2nd because it was my birthday. wanted to have a present for my birthday. Um, and then... You didn't really ask, but it's okay. And then the turning point for our relationship um, when it comes to like marriage was July 3rd, um, in my opinion. <coughs> um, that's what really solidified it yeah. for me. Yeah, me um, too. It feels like that's when the Lord put in, in our hearts... So actually, there's there's two. It was that, and then also July seventh. Because remember, I was still having those doubts, and then we fasted. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, was it July seventh? Mm-hmm. So, uh, well, real quick. So the one thing I was still worried about was rejection, and I didn't realize that. And so I prayed to God on that fast. And this is like the fourth time the Lord ever spoke to me, and He said, "You have doubt because you are afraid of getting rejected. Not be afraid. She is with you because I am with her. She understands you because I show her what you need." Um, and when He said that, that's when like you really started, and I could just I could see it just unwind, like the weeks and months coming. Like she's just so good at like. I'm actually here for you and nothing else. Mm -hmm. And it was like that before. But when that happened, that's when it was like a whole nother layer. Mm -hmm. And it was just cool how he he was like, don't be afraid because I'm with her. Mm -hmm. And that was like, that's right. I've never dated a girl who's actually had God in her life. Mm -hmm. So it makes sense. Mm -hmm. And I believe he spoke to me. Because I wouldn't have come up with that on my on my own. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because that was the biggest thing that you were being told. Yeah, like from the enemy. Yeah. Okay, so that's the timeline, and now we fast forward to. So I came to visit you again. Yeah. Um, at the beginning of August, mm-hmm. 
uh, end of July, beginning of August. Mm-hmm. And then uh, you came to visit me at the end of August, yep. beginning of September. Yep. I met her family. I got um, her blessing. Or actually, no, the second time. Oh, wait, we didn't even say this. Second time she visited me, we went to go look at engagement rings. She thought I was kidding. I didn't think you were kidding. Oh, about going to look. Yeah, about going to look. I thought you were kidding about going to look while I was there. Yeah. Because yeah. we had other stuff planned. Yeah. So we had, after I came to visit you the first time, we were like, okay, yeah, this is it. And then when we were in the car, I was like, I think we should fast about where we should move. Yeah. Um, And just other stuff about our relationship in general. I yeah. just thought it was really healthy that we fasted. We yeah. both came up with the idea at the exact same time in the car. So and dope. I was like, yeah, this is what we're going to do. Uh, so we fasted on that that following Sunday after I got back. We didn't talk all day. Um, it was really good. And it's weird. Yeah, <laughs> weird. It's just there was so many things happening. I'm like, I need to tell this woman. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But I, I had but you to called wait. me early. Yeah, yeah. I called you like an hour early. Yeah. I'm like, I can't wait anymore. <laughs> I have to tell you this. I was like, and it was funny because I didn't really have that many revelations. <coughs> um, I had a lot. Yeah, but I had prayed that he would get all of them. Yeah, I had like. I nine. was like, I he's the man. Like, can you just give him the responsibility of like all of this? And I was like, it, it was really, it was really good time with the Lord like there were tears i needed it yeah um i just really didn't get any like full answers but yeah so after we did that fast (sighs) um and just like my first visit we knew that that's that's the direction we were going um to get married and Mm -hmm. live in the same city Mm -hmm. um so the second trip that i had planned to houston was driving to look at the area we want to live in yeah area and also rings yeah, I just didn't believe that we were actually going to go look at rings. Yeah, but it was something where it's it was already planted in me. So something the Lord's been telling me ever since I gave us gave my life to him was he was like your wife is going to be in the next city. He's always told me that. Um and, and I always knew I was going to move with somebody. Yeah. In in the fall and I didn't even know who it was going to be. Yeah, and something that I didn't know was I didn't know what city And that's where I was like, I don't want to mess this up, right? Mm -hmm. Um, I thought it was Florida, then I thought it was um, North Carolina, um, and then I thought it was Austin, Texas, and just a bunch of places. And I'm like, I don't want to move to the wrong city and then not end up with my wife. Because it was something that I knew the Lord was like just putting in my heart. Um, Then obviously, you know, we met. Mm -hmm. So that's why I was like, okay, well this kind of adds up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So let's go look at ranks. Yeah. yeah. Um, and a lot yeah. of moving parts all came together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, we looked at rings and then when we went to Dallas um, to check out Dallas and then when we get there, it just, her and I just like near the city. It yeah. just did not sit right with us. Yeah. We just looked at each other and we were like, yeah, this sucks. Yeah. <laughs> and we were like, yeah, this is horrible. And then, I prayed for a little bit. Um, I don't even know if I like really got anything. Um, yeah, no. It was just like... It was more of like a, let's just drive north. Yeah. Um, and that's what we did. And we ended up um, being in Frisco. And we looked at each other and we were like, this is peace. Yeah. This, this is, is home. Yeah. Well, I'm always at home with you. But yeah, yeah it just felt right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And it was one of those also bring it back something that her and I talked about too was um 
she's not moving to me. I'm not moving to her. We're making a decision on where we want to move to and plant our life Mm -hmm. because we already had it in our hearts. We're not going anywhere. Mm -hmm. We're going to be together. We just have to go through the whole wedding and all that junk and engagement and all that. But like if it was a spur of the moment thing, like in... I would not be surprised if we were 60, 70 years back. People actually just got married at courthouse. We would have already been married for months now. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so obviously, we actually did talk about that. Um, yeah, we did. Um, but we were both like, I think it would be good if we had a wedding instead. Yeah. Um, I want it to be in front of God and our friends and family. Yeah. Um, um, and I, just to add this. Um, the reason why Dallas was even like brought up is because a year ago I almost moved there. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was watching a lot of the porch and like message the pastor and was like, I'm thinking about moving to Dallas. Um, and almost did it. And then when I met him and he was already in Texas and loves Texas. Oh my gosh. I love Texas. Texas and I was like, awesome. <laughs> it's awesome. Gosh, and I love Texas. The next episode will be there. Yeah, we will. So I brought it up and I was like, Yeah, I, I almost moved to Dallas last year and then and then that's that's what spiraled into uh then driving to Frisco and, and figuring it out. Um and yeah, and then we looked at rings and I left. When she left, I had an appointment that Wednesday. Um I bought a ring and <coughs> they told me that I was going to be getting the ring on August twenty eighth. I think on my birthday. Um, no, it was before because it was before I was even going to come. So <sighs> maybe like August 20th. It was like three weeks from the day um, that I bought it. Okay. Um, so I was like, okay, it's a couple of days before I move. And then, um, or before you come here or before I come. Yeah. And so then a couple of days before I was supposed to get it, they were like, Hey, actually like it's delayed until the 2nd of September. And I was like, okay, sure. Um, and I was like, I guess I'll just use this trip to get, um, you know, your dad's blessing, which I did. Um, and then I'll just propose on the next trip. Okay. So we get back and then, um, they delay it again and they say, Hey, it's not going to be done until the fifth. And I said, okay, that's fine. Um, and so when that happened, that's when I was like, okay, let's schedule a trip for the 22nd. Yeah. Which it was up in the air. <coughs> Yeah, it was, yeah, uh, it was up in the air, um, and we just went to go ahead and booked it, because I'm like, I'll definitely have the ring by then, um, and then got pushed back again, um, and it got pushed back to the 21st, and um, I told the guy that sold me the ring, I'm like, hey man, this is ridiculous, like, I would have already wanted to be engaged a month ago. Um, and it was never like a, I just want to say this also, I'm not like a pushy guy. Um, I was just expressing like, Hey, this is very important to me. Mm -hmm. Um, like I have an engagement party, um, that I'm setting up for and like, I don't want them to set up everything and then like, it doesn't come here. And he was like, yeah, we understand. Like it definitely should be here, blah, blah, blah. But it's like, you can only trust people so much. (sighs) So um, about a week leading up to it, um, that's when he was like, yeah, it's, it's, um, I think he said like it's 99% confirmed that it's going to be here on the 21st. You should be good. Um, so that's when I started telling a lot of people that I'm proposing and, um, 
we can go into this later, but it's the whole like, oh, it's pretty quick. And I'm like, sure. Um, don't care. <laughs> Not in God's eyes. <laughs> yeah. So last time we were here or last time I was in Ohio, um, her best friends invited us to a bonfire. And originally my thought was we're going to go to that bonfire, but it's actually going to be an engagement party and I'm going to be proposing to her with everyone there. That was the initial thought going into it. Um, but looking more on the situation, I was like, something that we always do when we see each other is give gifts. And she would never expect this. Um, and I, I straight up lied to her face for two weeks. It wasn't good. <laughs> um, I don't recommend people lying to their girlfriends. That's not some advice I give. Terrible idea. <coughs> Obviously, when it comes to proposals and engagement, I would say that's the only appropriate time. Yeah, um, and I'm really glad that you did. Yeah. Because I am the hardest person to surprise, and I had no idea. Yeah. So, um, one thing, again, what she's so good at is support, right? Um, with this whole engagement thing, I didn't really get the support I thought that I was going to get. Um, because it was quick. Mm -hmm. Um, and so there was a day where I just wasn't really feeling good. It was after my sickness. Mm -hmm. Um, and I wasn't really feeling good. I don't think I had a really good day at work. Um, and she was like, okay, what's up? And I was like, oh. so this is what was supposed to happen. And then I just lied to her face. Oh my gosh. Went so far as to tell me that like the ring wasn't coming you were so sick because you didn't know where it was at and you wanted to make sure that you got it before we moved yeah which is two weeks from friday yeah so or, well okay, i told of, yeah yeah i told her that the ring was supposed to come in on the 28th of september um so after i visited her here this time um and then I was like, and they pushed it back again, and now they're not even telling me when it's going to be in. And I was like, this is something that is important to me, and I wanted to surprise you about it. And now it's like, what if we move to Frisco, and then you're just going to, you know, like obviously we text and call each other, and I don't want to be in Houston. You're like, why are you in Houston? And it's like, oh, I, I like the barbecue. Like I would have to make up some BS <laughs> excuse, and it's like. Because we always only... talk throughout the day, so like yeah. Yeah, you would have had to tell me something. Yeah, and so I like. I sold her on the idea that I don't have the ring and I'm very, very sorry that I haven't proposed yet. Yeah. And the emotions were shown, but they were shown because you genuinely were like really hoping it was going to be here before you came. Yeah. So like there was part of you that was like worried, but like, yeah, yeah, I had no idea. Yeah. Um, so I was very nervous that week because one, obviously, um, proposing to a woman is a very big deal. It's not something to be like, oh, I'm just doing it. And if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. It's like um, you're really starting your life with this person and y'all are going to become one. It's a very big deal. Uh, so I was obviously nervous about that. And then just with the ring coming in a, literally 14 hours before my or no, 22 hours before my flight. It was just very it was hard for me to sleep. I didn't feel good. So we're going back to the bonfire thing i kind of missed out on that so then with the presents i got way off track okay so um <laughs> with the presents we give each other presents every time so i was like i think it'll we. make more sense yeah we we give each other presents you're giving me one and i've given you four <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay, every time he's came to Your see gift me. gift is you. It's okay. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, every time he's came that to see cheesy. me, he's... Yeah, seriously. That was, like, that was oh. cheesy. Yeah. Um, every time he's came to see me, he's given me a gift. Mm-hmm. Um, and you told me that you were going to be giving me one. So yes. I knew it was going to happen. Yes. And the best gift giver. Like literally ever. Here we go. So yeah. So good. Dude, dude. Okay, so here's another thing. Uh, the the men out there, stop getting your women these necklaces. and They don't care about that, bro. No. They, if you have a very deep conversation, or let's say y'all laugh about something, or let's say something is very important to y'all, get her a gift around that. Um, like the sweatshirt I got, I got her <laughs> was a scene from The Grinch because that's something that we connected on very early on, mm-hmm. and it was the same scene. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's on a shirt, and it's like, yes, we love The Grinch. And whenever she puts that on, she doesn't think about the Grinch. She thinks about that conversation her and I had. Mm-hmm. And that means so much, even to guys too, um, for all the girls listening out there. Um, I don't think guys really care as much, but like, <coughs> just make it meaningful. Mm-hmm. It's so, not about the money. It's about the meaning behind it. Yeah. I haven't spent, actually the ring was up there, but that's... <laughs> that's that's a that's a completely different gift so that thing is fat um yeah so um i was like the gift this time is going to be first a sweatshirt which is going to be like a gag gift um and then the ring so on the way home uh from the airport when i get here uh she was like um we were just talking and then oh what'd you say I, i forgot what you said honey but the whole time i was like this woman has absolutely no idea what's about to yeah, happen. Yeah, well, I was minutes. telling you the plans. I was like, yeah, so like we'll go back, drop your stuff off, get my dog, because my dog was going to come with us yeah. to their house. And yeah. we were going over to their house to have a bonfire and to hang out with my best friend and her husband. Yeah. Um, and I, yeah, I had no idea. We walked in, dropped stuff off, and then you're like, ooh, I want to give you your gifts. Mm-hmm. Um, I knew that there was two. Yeah. So, like, I knew that, like, one was an article of clothing, and then the other one you just told me was a Welcome to Texas gift, which I for sure thought I knew what it was. I thought it was going to be a t-shirt. Okay. Like, I thought it was going to be a Texas t-shirt because of your reaction when I showed you that I got a Dallas shirt. Oh, yeah. I was like, oh, no, I just stole his gift. Yeah. So, that's what yeah. I thought it was. Yep, no. Or like a Texas flag or something, because like yeah. I didn't think a ring would be a welcome to Texas gift, but it totally is. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, I say I, I said welcome to Texas because um, it was another like layer. Um, yeah. Because obviously the it doesn't. It's not actually welcome to Texas. It's like I live in Texas and I'm home for you. So that's yes. like what it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like yeah. what I meant by it. Yeah, I had to cover it up. Yeah, it was just really good. I had literally no idea. Yeah, so I gave her a present. Then um, I got a ring, and then she was like, "This one wrapped." That yeah, I was. I literally said, "Is this one wrapped?" And yeah. you were like, "No." And I was like, "Oh." Yeah, and then I said, "Open your eyes." I had Michelle. my eyes closed. Yeah, and the second he said my name, I knew something was up. Yeah, because I don't say Michelle at all. No, I was even like, oh my well, goodness. actually, we've never been like mad at each other. But even when it's something more serious, we yeah. still don't say. But yeah, so then when I proposed, um, then we had a conversation on the couch. I apologized. (laughs) Um, You were like, now I can actually tell you everything. I just wanted to um, just reassure her that like, obviously she knows this, but I'm like, I'm not a liar. I'm not a manipulator. 
Like I was doing this because I wanted it to be a surprise. Like I'm sorry I lied. Um, I just I told her the whole story and everything why I did it. And then I was like, now there's actually another lie. She was like, oh my gosh. And then I had to explain to her about the whole bonfire situation. And I was like, so the reason why I'm telling you this because I don't think you want to go to this thing in a t-shirt and shorts and um with like half makeup on i think you would want to be a little bit dressed up for this she was like what do you mean and i said so this bonfire is not a bonfire it's an engagement party with everyone and she was like wow <laughs> you're lying the, so i didn't this i don't want this to sound bad but like i didn't cry when you proposed but i think it was because i was so in shock i think a lot of times like people have everything planned out and it's like a whole thing like the girl gets dressed in white and her friends are like come on like we're going down to the beach to take these pictures and videos with you and your boyfriend and it's like no I'm literally about to get engaged you you did it in a way where I had no idea it was gonna happen which I love and value so much Mm -hmm. so I was just so in shock that I like didn't even start crying I was like yeah one is happening yeah one thing that Michelle and I are also very intentional on is our intimacy with each other Mm -hmm. it's not something that uh like we share to the world or 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 want to Mm -hmm. um so I had people that were like show me the video and I'm like actually um that's just a video for me and michelle um Mm -hmm. and obviously we'll show our kids Mm -hmm. but it's just not something we want to share and you know i've been on the internet for four and a half years and there's some stuff i want to monitor um and even with this podcast there's going to be a lot of stuff that we're not going to talk about Mm -hmm. um and that was one thing even when i um because i was thinking about like what if i made a tiktok video with this and i'm like actually no the lord told me just to keep it intimate with y'all mm-hmm. too so yeah y'all are never see the video i'm sorry uh actually i'm not sorry um i'm sure y'all will be respectful of that um but yeah it's just gonna be between michelle and i to watch and look at um and for our future kids but yeah it was just a super intimate moment and I also didn't feel the need like I was so excited that you got everyone together like that I did kind of tear up a little bit because I was like that again just goes along with like you being so intentional and like planning this kind of stuff Um, because you knew that it would have been really important to me to be able to celebrate with everyone before we move and yeah I did start tearing up then but I just feel this whole weekend I have felt like we have just spent time together I'm not worried about like we we told people obviously there's people at the engagement party um but it hasn't been like a thing where I'm just like oh my goodness like this happened and we're like you know like it was a shared moment like this whole yeah. weekend has just been between us yeah. except for the engagement party yeah I waited over 24 hours to post anything on social media ever since I got to Ohio I don't think I checked my phone until the next day mm-hmm. um and I still, I haven't even called my parents. Yeah, it's just, we've just been soaking it in. And I feel like yeah. that's okay. Like yeah. for a second, I was like, oh, should I feel guilty about like not calling everyone? Yeah. And I was like, no, like this and, is between us. Like this is, this is between us and God. Mm-hmm. Like this yeah. is an intimate moment to share. Yeah. And is what I really love about, um, some of my friends have texted me. They're like, hey, I saw congratulations. Um, I don't want you to feel pressure to call me, but I would love to talk to you about it whenever you're free Mm -hmm. because they know 
those specific people know our relationship mm-hmm. and they know how how not like showy and flashy it mm-hmm. is. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so that's how we got here to present day. And I always said that I always knew like from the moment like God put it in our hearts that we were going to be together, um, that we were going to do this podcast together. Mm -hmm. And I told him that I didn't want to start it until we were engaged. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, we'll just wait until we move. And then when it happens, it happens. And then and then we'll start filming. Um, And. Now that we're engaged, we figured we might as well just film the first episode and share our story and talk about how we got here and just a testimony of how faithful God is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Mm. I love you, honey. I love you, honey. Mm. Did we miss anything? I don't think so. I think I think that covers just about all of it. Um we didn't we wanted to give y'all like an overview and like a foundation of where we came from. Mm-hmm. Obviously, once we get deeper into episodes and stuff, we can cover specific topics we've talked about, whether this is like relationship wise or um, engagement wise or wedding planning wise, how we tackle certain situations. Mm-hmm. Um, our biggest prayers, what we have said ever since we started dating was for God to just use us as a vessel and a light to, Um, single people wanting to get into a relationship or thinking they're ready for it, um, engaged, um, or even married. Um, there are some things that I believe that, um, Michelle and I can teach married couples, um, even though we haven't been married before. (coughs) Um, and I think we can help singles a lot too. Mm -hmm. Um, cause single people are neglected a lot in the church it sucks Mm -hmm. um i completely feel for you um or they're told just like superficial things it's like yeah the superficial he'll come at the right time just you know keep on praying it's hard it is hard shoot (laughs) i was in my room alone for (laughs) years yeah it is difficult like i literally dropped everything moved to houston and this was before I even knew God. I was alone for two and a half years. Like I was trying to make anything work. Like it's hard. Yeah, it is and hard. And I think a lot of people like to neglect that. Like no one wants to be alone, dude. Like yeah. it's a lot easier to say, oh yeah, just focus on God and you'll be good. The heck? Yeah. Give me some more. Yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, we could talk about like, we'll go into things that like we learned. Obviously our situation is like very weird. Not weird. It's rare. Very rare. Our very situation's rare. very rare um, and how this all ended up working out. Um, yeah. And everyone's story is different. But I, I just feel like it's a testimony of like, just pay attention to like the things that God is telling you and he is faithful to fulfill his promises. Like we've seen it so many times in the Bible. And a lot of times I feel like people can discount the things that he's telling you because you think that it's the things that you want, yeah. which is what I thought. That's what I thought I was too. like, wow, okay, maybe this is just like so far fetched and I'm just putting these ideas in my head because it's something that I want and it's yep. not something that God wants for me. But it's yep. like, wait a second. No, after I gave my life to Jesus, he has been putting those desires in my heart because if you would have asked me, Two and a half years ago, I would have never imagined I would be sitting here right now doing this. Mm-hmm. And he just kept telling me all those things after I gave my life to him. And it was him speaking to me and telling me, hey, this is all the things that are going to happen. Just trust me. Um, so, yeah, we just wanted to share our story for mm-hmm. the first episode. That is yeah. the foundation. So 
Um, the plan is going forward is we're just going to make an episode like once a week-ish. We'll talk about the things that we learn along the way too because we're not perfect and God has been teaching us many lessons. Oh, already. absolutely. And it feels like we'll be talking about that more than just like covering specific topics. Yeah. Um, but I'll also be putting a lot of polls on my story um, about what y'all want us to cover and stuff like that because it feels like I, I, I just believe that this is going to be a podcast that a lot of people are going to learn a lot from. Mm-hmm. That is our prayer. And that is very relatable to a lot of people. Yeah. Because that's something that, um, you know, you have like the entertainment podcast mm-hmm. and then you have like the engage podcast where it's like trying to learn from. A lot of the things that, at least me anyway, where I'm trying to learn from, I don't relate to it, but I just learn, right? Mm-hmm. So it feels like us being you know, in our 20s, we can relate to a lot of people. Yeah. Because um, a lot of stuff the church just doesn't cover. Yeah. So. Or which, they, which is Which is okay. Yeah. That's why there's other outlets other than church. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. They're speaking to a mass audience and most of them are already married and have mm-hmm. kids. Yeah. So um, I know there's plenty of other resources that we've, we've listened to, uh, like podcasts or books that we've read along the way that got us here. Um, but now that we're together... We just want to be a light together. Mm-hmm. Talk about things that we're learning. Yes. <coughs> but that's going to do it. I got to go to the airport. You have to leave me. Yeah, I have to leave you for and two and a half weeks. the next episode will be filmed in Texas. Yep. That's going to be a fun story to tell. That's going to be really fun. Yeah. There you have it. Okay. That's how we met and mm-hmm. where we're at right now and yep. where we're going. Yep. All right. Stay tuned for another episode. Yeah. Peace. Love you, honey. I love you, honey. Oh, here we go. (laughs)